today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Arora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode. I'm your host, Amit, with my co-host, Christopher Maselli. What's up, Chris? Hey, Amit, I'm doing great. How are you doing? You got your wall all lit up like you're in the middle of a laser fight or something there. I was going for the Christmas colors. Oh, I like it. I like it. Very good. It's not Christmas yet. You're a little early on that. I That's am. Next I'm week. Next week, we're early. talking about our holiday deals that we're looking yes. for. But not today. Yes. What are we talking about today, Amit? Today, we are talking about building your Avenger team. And right before recording, I think a few hours before, I sent Chris, I texted you the screenshot. I'm like, how about we talk about this? I came across this uh, through on my Facebook feed that Russell Brunson had mentioned on his Facebook account that the biggest thing that he took away, and for those who are not watching us on YouTube, we're showing this on our screen, but the biggest takeaway from for Russell from going zero to 100 million was give up control and build your Avenger team ahead of time. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from going from zero to 100 million, give up control and build your Avenger team ahead of time. Wow. When I read that quote, when you sent that to me, I thought, man, you're right. We got to talk about this because, okay, we all want to grow, right? Whether it's from zero to a hundred million or zero to a (laughs) hundred, we want to grow. But to grow there, these two components are super important. We need to give up control and we need to build our Avenger team. And I love that he added the words ahead of time. In other words, don't go on your own and then eventually get your Avenger team. Start with the Avenger team. And well, I, yeah. I feel like it's like the horse in the carriage. And you and I are both guilty of this, Chris, where we could have built our team a long time ago. Yeah. I We have talked about it. We have talked about how to hire a VA. But <laughs> and we both hired VAs. We have both hired VAs, but we have hired one Z, two Z. We haven't really built our team. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot to unpack here on what we should start thinking about because I think you said you just hired a second one. Is that correct? I did. I've just hired a second VA. So now I've got two full-time VAs working for me. And and then, and I'm still hiring people to do piecemeal jobs on okay. top of that. And when did you hire this new VA? A new VA I just hired last week. This is a business manager. So this is someone that helps me get things in order, hire other VAs and that sort of thing. I found myself just spending way too much time trying to just figure out what I'm doing, right? And I got too much going on. So I thought I need to have someone help me organize this. So tell us like a little bit more. How did you find this person, right? Because we should also give our listeners some tactical advice. Yes. So how did you find this person? What is their roles and responsibilities? And we can put a link in the show notes on that job description, maybe that you must have posted so they can kind of just swipe it. It would seem so, but okay. So I have two VAs. The one does all my social media work. The other one is this business manager. So the social media work one is one that I found on Fiverr. I hired about five people to create posts for me on Pinterest. And because Pinterest is really where I wanted to grow at the time. And I tested each one out. And then the one I liked the most, I went off of Fiverr, 
found her on her own and hired her outside of Fiverr. It's against the rules terms of service with Fiverr to hire someone outside to do the exact same thing. So I made sure that I was hiring her for something else completely, right? Not just doing some targeted Pinterest ads, but I wanted her to do create ads. I wanted her to do keyword research. I wanted her to do other social media sites and work with Social Bee, which is my favorite social media scheduler. So since it was outside of what she had advertised on Fiverr, I felt okay about doing that. And I hired her from there. And that, but that's how I found her. I found her on Fiverr. Now, this business manager that I hired, I know someone who is teaching VAs how to be business managers. And so I contacted her and I said, tell me who you got. Who, who's someone you recently trained that's looking for work, that's hungry for work, and I'd like to try one of them out for you. So yeah. she handed me the name. Her, the one who has the training is Melissa Monday. That's Monday with a U. So you can look her up and it's Melissa with a Y. So Melissa Monday, Y and a U, and she trains VAs to be business managers. So she gave me the name of someone and I called her up and said, Hey, he just didn't do this. I actually on, online did the online zoom thing and she's ended up, I think she's going to be great. She, we've connected with each other through Gmail. So she has access to my emails. She's able to go through all those for me. She's able to, I was able to delegate her access so that she can email people that I need to email and take care of that as well as help me with my calendar. She has full rule over my calendar. So I'm interested to see how it goes, but yeah. So, so you one, have given her access to your email how yeah. through LastPass or how, how do you do that? No, so this is pretty cool. So Gmail has a delegation option that most people do not even know about, but you can actually go into your settings on Gmail and you can choose to delegate access to another Gmail user. And when you do it, there's no sharing of passwords. It's just you give them access and they can look at your email. They can delete your email. They can respond to email. And when they respond, it'll say that this person, her name's Amanda, is who I hired. So it'll say, this is coming from Amanda on behalf of Christopher Maselli. So oh, it's an cool. automatic delegation. It works out really nice. And so people realize it's not me that's writing them. It's my assistant, but, but it gives her enough control to work through it. And, and what I did is because I'm using my personal writingmomentum.com email, Gmail also allows you to connect your, your ISP's email directly yeah. to Gmail. So I'm doing that. So essentially she's able to respond to my writingmomentum.com emails through a Gmail, through yeah. a delegated account. Make sense? That, yeah, that makes total sense. Yep. Pretty I cool, have huh? my, my business email connected to my Gmail too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah there was some like, MTP steps or something. Yes, so yes. tell us how much are you paying? How many hours is she working? And the biggest thing, how much was it a mental shift once you got her in your We're still working things out as far as the mental shift portion. It's been nice so far. She has started time blocking my time. So she'll see what projects I have and she'll say, okay, I know that you've got this project coming out. You're telling me this is going to take an hour. I'm going to time block time on Friday from one to 2 PM that I see is open. I want you to do this then. And there's something about that accountability that keeps you connected. I'm paying her about $20 an hour for her services and that's for everything she does. I'm planning to use her a couple hours a week at this point. Uh, yeah. That'll allow her to do everything. So it's not real expensive when you figure, okay, yeah. the value of what she's given me for the, the whole week. So yeah, I'm real pleased with it right now. I'm eager to see how she does with things like hiring 
other virtual assistants to do things like video editing, because I don't know that she's done a lot of video editing. So I'm interested to see if she's able to ask for the right things and get the right kind of people that I want for it, but we'll see. And I'm willing to train her and she's willing to learn. So I think it'll be good. Okay. And from a mental shift, what I mean is like just the mentally, just the burden lifting off that, oh my God, I don't have to do this anymore. Was that something you experienced? I haven't entirely yet because we're still in this transition phase where she's getting into my stuff, but it has helped already to not feel like I have to do everything at once. It's nice to have someone tell you, just work on this and this and we'll get everything in due time because it's very easy for us to take everything upon ourselves, which is why we have this control problem, right? From this quote, right? It's hard to give up control. And we do, we tend to think, gee, I can edit videos and I'm good at it. And so I should probably just do it. Even though I really, anyone could do it, but I tend to think, oh, I should do this because it's, you know, something that that I could do and I have more control over it. But, but we all do that. Don't you feel like you do that too? You're doing way too much stuff that you really should be giving to someone else. Absolutely. I was, I think it was yesterday or day before. My son and I were watching TV and the Avengers was on and we, that it was, maybe it was Infinity War, the one where Loki opens up the portal and mayhem just spews down into the city. So the first Avengers, I think, yeah. What you realize is when one of those big dragon ship comes in, if Hulk wasn't there, Tony Stark, like Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, none of them could have taken that big monster down if Hulk wasn't there. So you have to realize what those monsters are that you're facing and how you want to tackle it. And I had a strategy call this morning, which I give, like I sell as a service. And the woman I was talking to, she is a nurse by daytime and she sells her NLP courses or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And she does the content, she does the news and her pages. And we were talking, trying to talk about her content strategy. And somehow this quote showed up today after I had talked with her, but this was the exact advice that I gave her that, Brooke, you're doing too much. First thing you need to do is you need to hire at least one person and you yeah. need to back up and give up some of that stuff. You don't need to know how to edit a sales page in New Zealand. You should not need to, you need, it's good to know it, but you shouldn't be the one doing it. Yeah. Now, when I first started News Handler in May 2019, I was doing everything myself because I wanted to be the News Handler go-to guy. So I put in those hours to learn, which made sense for me to do because that has brought me business. But then once it got maybe like a year in, I'm like, okay, I can't be building pages like crazy. So that's when I decided to hire a VA through Fiverr. We have a bunch of episodes you can link on how to hire virtual assistants taught him New Zendler and people have to realize that these are just tools and just like we learned it there are younger faster people than us who are more capable of learning these things faster than us but we are the ones who are the roadblock now one thing you mentioned Chris is with Amanda you said you're not there yet because you're still transitioning and I think Mm -hmm. that's a key point for any one of us is we sometimes tend to say that virtual assistant didn't work out, but almost 50 to 75% onus is on us 
Yeah. We need to train them and set them up for success. They can't do what we have hired them to do till we show them how. So that was one of my points is having a SOP, like Google Doc or something, right? All your standard operating procedures. As you go through your day, for those listening and want to do this, first step is for the next two, three weeks, record everything you're doing. Make Loom videos so you have that bank of knowledge ready. So when you do get someone like a business manager or virtual assistant, you can literally just hand them that and say, okay, go through all this and then let me know if you have any questions. Yeah, this is especially important, I think, when you're working with people from other countries, too. Because when, when we work, sometimes when we hire just one-off jobs and we're working with someone from another country, you want them to get it right the first time. It really helps to have your procedures down. But even if you're hiring someone for long-term, I have a friend of mine who's hired someone from the Philippines long-term. And she has put so much time into training that now they're at this point where even though he didn't know as much when he started, she has trained him so well that now she wouldn't ever want to lose him as a VA and he wouldn't want to lose her as a client yeah. because they know each other's workflow so well. So you really do need to have those procedures. Now, do you do that? What do you use a certain program? I've seen that you've put a lot of your VAs that you've hired in and like Notion and a spreadsheet. Do you put your training in there too? What do you do? Yeah, I need to start practicing what I preach. Yeah. <laughs> I typically just send them Loom videos, but yeah. I don't have a library. And I put this on our screen for those of you who are on YouTube, that hire for the personality. Skills are teachable, right? Yes. You, they might know one, like I'm, I know Salesforce, but now that I know Salesforce as a CRM, and I understand what that base layer of how object and relationships work, yeah. I can do that in Notion. I can do that in Asana. I can do that anywhere. I know one video editing software, Filmora. Yeah. Almost all of them are based on that same concept of a timeline. So I downloaded CapCut on my phone. I'm like, oh, this is the exact timeline that I have in Filmora. And it took me right. 15 minutes to learn CapCut, which is <laughs> what everyone uses for TikTok. So it, it, the skills are transferable, but the personality obviously is need to jive. So that's what I usually look for. But it depends on what you're hiring for, right? Like, for example, I'm going through a process right now of hiring. I think I have hired what I was showing you my Notion board before we started yeah. six or seven bloggers. And I've given them each a topic to write. And we will do a case study. Maybe I'll reveal the niche. Maybe I won't if it's too competitive. But of those seven people, I don't really care that much about personality. I'm going to judge them based on the content they produce in the blog. Mm. And so I'm doing that right now through Upwork. And that was one of the examples I wanted to share of building your adventure team. I want to build a blog professionally and I want to build a blog that's going to generate income instead of just having a hobby blog. So I've yep. started with a net new domain name. The domain has zero authority. There is a zero blog post on there. So once I have 10, which I'm getting close to, I'll just publish all 10 and then I'll hire two to three people full time that I'll just keep paying them. Mm -hmm. It's going to obviously cost me money up front, but the hope is that down the line, it's going to generate income and I'll be able to offset that cost. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You're always looking yeah. for the angle on it. You're looking for that angle. Yes. But it's good. You're essentially saying, okay, I'm going to spend a little bit of money today on this. 
but hopefully in the future that will make money because, and it's all, it's nothing that you're spending much time with, right? Because all the time is on their shoulders. There is some time, right? Like with you and Amanda, right? Time is me to first post the job on Upwork, then shortlist the freelancers who I want to test out, then give them the topic to write along with the keywords. But then I don't have to do the writing piece. Like before this, I was doing the research. I was getting the keywords and I was writing the articles myself. I was publishing them myself. So now I have my one time, one long time OG VA, right? Who does, who wears multiple hats. In his full-time job, he's a database guy. He understands databases and he's a kind of like an analytics kind of guy. So he's super sharp. Yeah. Probably smarter than I am. But that's why you want to hire these people who are smarter than you. So (laughs) you can do the things that you are good at and not have to worry about, do I need to keep this element on this page here or should I move it here? Come on. It's such a waste of our time. That's the giving up control portion though, because even when we hire people that maybe aren't as smart as we are in the subject that we're talking about, we still need to be, have a, make allowance for the fact that, you know what, it's good enough or it, or what they're doing is they're able enough to go ahead and do it. And I'm just going to let control of that give up so that I can get that time back to do what's important to me, that the thing that only I can do. Yeah. And to your point, you have hired this person for $20 per mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. What would be your cost if you were to do that yourself? I bet you charge your clients more than $20 an hour. So you're doing arbitrage where you are multiplying your time instead of mm-hmm. dividing your time. Yeah. No, that's a real good way to do it. Ask yourself, how much is your time worth? If you're able to do your online training and get clients and start doing one-on-one consulting of people for $75 an hour, $150 an hour, that's not unusual. And if you're able to make that much, but you're spending the time editing your videos that you could hire someone else for $15 or $20 an hour, you're wasting money if you don't hire those people. Yep. And I'll end at this note, a story that I started to tell you. No, 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 don't tell me the story. Let's actually record it, right? (laughs) I'm in a Facebook group. We have talked about this ad nauseum now. I should start getting, charging this guy like branding fee, right? Just for spreading his word. But it's the YouTube Facebook group that I'm in, battalion members. And reached out to this guy, Jim, who has a YouTube channel. I don't know when he started, but he has two YouTube channels, a golf channel and a baseball channel. And it's a faceless channel, which means the, there's voiceover happening, but there's no face. Like usually my YouTube videos are me doing a software tutorial. So I am showing my face on camera. He's not. And his golf channel is literally curation of, let's say he'll say Tiger Woods top 20 worst moments, right? And he's going to show tiny clips of Tiger Woods, like five to six seconds, then put in some stock video clips then maybe show an image and this entire time the voiceover guy is talking. Now the voiceover guy has a script that's been written by a scriptwriter, and the entire video is packaged by a video editor. So this guy has six of those, three for each channel, three for the golf channel, three for the baseball channel. Uh, his golf channel, I know what it is and it's called Golf Plus and it is at 8,000 subscribers and 
if we go on the low end, let's say seven to ten bucks per thousand views, one of his videos, Chris, has eight eight hundred thousand views, which is about seven thousand dollars if you go with eight or nine dollar per thousand views RPM, which is crazy. And guess how much he spends per video, Chris? Hundred and twenty bucks per video. Oh wow. So hundred twenty dollars per video. And that's with six video editors plus screen for screenwriters and that sort of thing. One twenty per video. One twenty per so, video. Yeah. And if you were to take that one video, that thing made a hundred videos, right? If you make a hundred videos and you're not breaking it in on YouTube, your videos really suck. <laughs> but <laughs> Hundred videos at hundred and twenty dollars a video is twelve thousand dollars. That yeah. one video has paid for half of that. Has paid wow. for fifty videos. So that's, that's the stuff. mindset. That's the mindset that yep. all need to adopt is not how much money we are spending hiring someone, but what are we getting in return? And we do it in our daily lives, right? We all have day jobs. Those yep. day jobs are hiring us. They can't do it all themselves, like. Zuckerberg cannot run Facebook alone. Somehow it's harder with us as entrepreneurs. We still feel like we have to do it. Like we're the authority on it. But yeah, we need to be able to give up control, build our Avenger team. So now let's end with comparing how many people you have right now and how many do you plan to get to by Q1 of 2023? I haven't thought about that enough yet, but I'll tell you this. I have a, okay, I have a social media person. I've got a business manager. I need a video editor. I need a podcast editor. I need really like to have a website person just to take care of my website builds and pages and maybe even something like a thrive cart person. And so we're looking at maybe four, okay. four, men, four well, minimum. How much would that free up you to do what you really love to do? Good question. I'm not sure. I don't know how much time I'm wasting doing all this stuff on my own. I would say it would probably free up a couple of days a week for wow. minimum. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Like, even if you charge $100 an hour. That's, that's, that's 40% of my work week. That's 40% yeah. of my work week, right? Yeah, if you charge $100 an hour, you got 16 hours back in your life. That's $1,600 yeah. a week. Yeah. How about you? So I have one, I have two VAs right now, part-time. I don't have structure on what I give them as things come to me, I throw it at them. Yeah. I would like to have more structure in 2023. And oh, so I have two VAs and a video editor. The video editor for my YouTube channel charges me 50 bucks per video. The VAs are all project-based. So I'll, one project could cost me $60, one could be $10, one could be $5. Yeah. And then I hope to have two full-time bloggers that would cost me about three cents per word. If you write a thousand word article, that's 30 bucks right there. And yeah. so, yeah, about a team of five. I, that awesome. sounds crazy to say it out loud. I no, never thought I of think, it that way. I think we can do it. All right. Team of five. I got about a team of six is what I just said, five or six. And we'll see how we're doing. We'll check back in on our VA <laughs> woes in about, in about eight weeks. Okay. All Sounds right. good, man. For those of you who tuned in, thank you for listening. We have no recap this time. This was one of those golden nuggets everywhere. So we can't recap all that awesomeness. <laughs> but as usual, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share this with your friends, with your family members. Tell them all to go get BAs and we'll catch you on the flip side. Keep creating. <laughs> Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.